As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kahala, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Join us now as he does every Tuesday. Our good buddy John Wagner. Find him on Twitter at John Wagner Sport. Covered the Detroit Tigers minor league system for a couple of decades. Uh, also a member of the National Football Foundation and Football Writers Association of America. Johan, my good friend, how are you, partner? How's life? How are things? I am a little spice of heaven this morning, Anthony. How are you? I am doing fantastic, or at least I was doing fantastic. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? What's the problem here? Are you, you upset that the Tigers didn't sweep the Angels? Does that, does that bother you? No, two out of three against a franchise that's wasting Shohei Otani's career. That's totally fine. Not a big deal. Uh, what I was intrigued by was the fact that Robbie Grossman had a story in The Athletic that we talked about yesterday on the program and the story was is that uh, he got down to Atlanta he said they've been very open with me I'm paraphrasing here for our listenership and uh, basically they looked at some film they said hey this is we got to tweak this and he had what two home runs and a thousand at bats uh, over the last year for the Tigers and he's got two home runs and 30 at bats now in Atlanta and AJ Hinch was asked about this and he said do I make anything of it no I'm watching Robbie he looks like he's exhaled a little bit some of that is going to come with going into a new environment that already has an expectation of winning and subtle adjustments that are made that kind of unlock the player that we knew we had with Robbie last year he was 2020 for the first time in his career so us not being able to unlock that this year was a frustration for all of us what do you make of this secret key to Robbie Grossman the Atlanta Braves have and is this a bigger issue for the Tigers their coaching staff and the development I think that's a very legitimate question to ask I have thought all along that teams get when a team struggles the general manager takes too much of the blame for that and trust me we're not going to go and to use the old Jim Leyland quote, we're not going to redo yesterday's breakfast about Al Avila, okay? That's not where I'm going here, except to say, you know, sometimes the blame has to be shared in a lot of different places. In fact, that, that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you, Anthony, and I, I think I've asked you this before, your listenership, how much do they blame A.J. Hinge and his staff for the Tigers' struggles this year? Do they... They get a pass. Is it a 
slap on the wrist? Are they getting kicked oh, upside down? Oh, John. Where does it sit? John, there is a very uh, notable pizza man running around right now that is hearing this, and he is giving you that that yes nod, like the Jack Nicholson uh, yes nod. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, the yes. You know, like that. What's that? Well, I don't even know what film that's from. And my whole mind has gone blank. But yes, there is a man named Federico El Pizza Man the Third that I'm sure is smiling and grinning ear to ear. Yeah, and I mean, no, don't. don't oh, by the way, can I go to the quick aside there? I heard that uh, he's had some. Uh, some big news with the Lions and Ford Field, and I just congratulate him that, on that. Um, so, congratulations, Freddie. Uh, but getting right back to work here, don't don't think that this exonerates Alavila. But yeah, I I think the manager and his coaching staff have to accept some responsibility for that. I mean, here's the thing: he's not the only guy that's in that situation, you know? He's like Brady, went to the Rays and suddenly went crazy. A guy, I don't know that we've talked about Anthony, John Schreiber? Have you seen him? Oh, yeah. The Red Sox? John Schreiber, oh. the pride, the pride of Gibraltar Carlson High School, I believe. Yeah, sure, yeah. And he's, he's what, throwing 97, 98? Holy Moses. I mean, that's, that's a different world. And having said that, there have been some notable fixes on this year's team that that coaching staff has to take uh, credit for. Uh, Jason Foley comes to mind almost immediately. That's that's a guy who's a different guy in a good way for Detroit. He, they've uh, they've found a reliever. They've also got Joe uh, Jimenez pitching much better than he did last year. So that it comes in ebbs and flows. But yeah, I mean, especially here's the thing: if it's a young player with little track record, I think the ebbs and flows sometimes are coming when a guy's learning what it takes to be a major leaguer. If that makes sense, you know, just learning what the big leagues are all about. Mm-hmm. I'm less tolerant, and and I guess what I'm saying is, John Schreiber, that doesn't bother me as much. I I wish it had been fixed in Detroit. Kudos for fixing it in Boston, okay? Jason Foley, nice work. Young player that they figured some things out with. The Robbie Grossman's of the world where a guy has a track record, has a history. I mean, finding film of this guy and seeing how things are different should not be an issue. That should be an easy fix. Now, part of the thing that we're missing when we say that, though, is that, yes, some of that is on the coaching staff. Some of that is on the manager. Some of that is on the staff that's doing the statistics. You know, your R&D people, your, you know, that group. So that was where it came from in Atlanta, is my understanding, is that they're the the folks that are uh, charting that kind of stuff for the Braves figured it out. And it it was missed by the Tigers people. Now the Tigers also have a young. It's a nascent program. It's it's barely got its legs underneath it, but it needs to be better because the Tigers have been way behind 
in that area, and they need to catch up to the rest of baseball. They just need to. Well, you know, we're not here to throw anybody under the bus, but let's get to the next portion (laughs) of Mr. Manager Hinch, Coach Hinch's comments. Quote, I think we need to take a look at how we expand our things for players, the people, the influences from above and inside the clubhouse. Obviously, it's something that we maybe weren't going to talk about publicly until Robbie mentioned how much help he had gotten. I'm happy for him, certainly aware that we need to get better in a lot of areas in and around the organization. As we've seen all the unknowns moving forward, that's a big one. Make sure we have the resources for the players that can bring the most out of them, both downstairs and, quite honestly, upstairs. (gasps) Yeah, I... You know, I'm not a big fan of that quote, i got to tell you. Deflect! Um, Deflect! Yeah, that's, and that's, that's what I'm reading in it, too. If you if you want to say that there's some blame upstairs, you better start by accepting the blame downstairs, too. Mm. That, that cuts both ways. In fact, Anthony, i got to tell you, and I know you're going to sit there and shake your head at me, I watched two Tigers games last week. I watched the game against the Angels, watched the game against the Guardians, and I noticed something very different about those games. Very different. Would you like to guess what it is, or do you want to just want me to just tell you? Ooh. Um... And I'll give you a hint if you'd like to guess it. Think about those two teams and where their seasons are. The Angels and the Guardians. Well, I mean, I would I would think that the split against the Guardians is that is a good thing for the Tigers as far as an individual game, one out of the four. Not sure which one you would have chosen there. As for the games against the Angels, two two out of three against them. So they beat on a team that's floundering. They split with a team that is, you know, leading in the division and one that's had their number, I don't know, over the course of the you know, better half of five, six, seven, eight years, uh, one that they're 18 and a half games back of. So I, ooh, I'm really interested in this. Yeah, let me, let me tell you that the difference that I know, noticed between those teams were energy. And yet, the Angels are out of the playoff hunt. They're playing for an interim manager. Uh, former Mudhens and Tigers minor league manager Phil Nevin, for the record. So they're, I mean, they're playing out the string. I get it. And the Guardians are right in the middle of the playoff hunt. They've got a lot to play for in terms of making the playoffs. I don't know if they have a lot to play for in terms of actually doing damage in the playoffs. We can, I'm sure we'll debate that when October comes. And the answer is, I don't think they have much. But, you know, get you, you get there, and everything's reset at zero, and everybody has the same chance. The energy that you would see in the dugout was night and day. Some of that, I'm betting, is, well, no, I guarantee some of that is their position in the standings. Some of that, I am betting, is their managers, particularly Tito Francona for the Guardians. He's he's one of the best in the game right now. And he's got a team believing and playing at a high level, playing with a lot of energy. And that was the thing. I, I tried to go back 
and remember Tiger's games in April and May. And tried to remember if there was a lot of energy at a time where there still should have been energy. You know, I mean, you gave me all kinds of grief for making us wait until Memorial Day before I buried him. But the one thing that as I tried to think about it, I don't remember there being a lot of energy. And who's responsible for the energy? In a the players are. They're professionals, for God's sakes. The players and the manager. The manager is the guy who sets the tone in the dugout. He can give it to the players that the opportunity to set that actual energy. But if he's not getting the energy he needs, it's his job to get that energy. It's not the players are involved, but it's not just the players. And it's up to the manager to take the temperature of the room, figure out what needs to be done, and figure out how to get it done. And I don't remember seeing that. I just don't remember seeing that all year long. Hmm. Very, that's a very interesting point that you bring up there, John. Uh, and I don't know if this is something that took place, you know, early on because, you know, it, it felt like the writing was on the wall so early. I'm still like, I'm now, now my mind is really spinning. Um, as I try to think back to, yeah, okay. So I'm going to blame the players because yeah, it's your job. You are a professional. It's your job to show up every single day. Now we all have, uh, no matter what our jobs are, we don't always show up every single day in our tip-top shape and tip-top form. Uh, you know, much like some guys uh, that play professional sports, sometimes you go out the night before and you, you come into the office and you're a little, uh, a, little, a little groggy. So I understand it. But when you're playing a professional sport at this level, you know, I guess that's what separates good from great, right? Good players, they need that. They need that jolt. They need that boost. Great players bring that. They are psychotic. They are obsessive, and they bring that out of everyone else around them. And I guess maybe that's where I struggle a little bit with manager versus coach. You know, when people are talking about, you know, Jeff Blashill from the Red Wings used to talk about, oh, we didn't, you know, didn't have basically didn't have the juice, didn't have the gas tonight. Uh, and it's like, okay, well, how is that possible? Do you need a rah-rah speech? Do you need to get, you know, someone to get punched in the face in the locker room uh, before you come out to really, you know, get the juices flowing? Like, do you understand what is that? I don't know. You're right. Because the whole season, now that you bring it up, the whole season feels like we've just been going through the motions ever since Riley Green's foot blew off uh, to start the season. And we realized Spencer Torkelson wasn't going to hit a ball after like the first three weeks of the year. Well, and also we found out that a bunch of other guys were going to struggle to hit. And every pitcher was going, you know, we're, the Tigers would lose a pitcher a day for a month, you know? And that. Just you can suck do the, the life low. right out of you. Yeah, but you can't allow that to happen. You can, if you want to have success, you, we hear managers and coaches, especially in football. Uh, and when you talk about an injury ridden sport, football's the king there, okay? There are, by the middle of the season, it's easy to make a list of guys who are at 100% when it comes to your football team because none of them are. It, it becomes a matter of can I still play? Am I 90%? Can I give it 80%? Is that enough? Is my 80 better than someone's 70? Or, you know, my reserve is at 85. Is my 80 better? 
my point is you got to find a way to play through it and you've got to bring that juice anyhow and to use the office setting a step further okay let's say half the office comes in groggy and they're not bringing the juice like they need to who needs to set the tone and set things right the manager without naming names the manager they they have a role in it you can argue that it's not their number one job you could very well be right but it's a short list of other responsibilities before that and they're the guy who takes the temperature of the room and if the temperature ain't right they're the one who's got to change the thermostat and fix it so it is right they bear responsibility as well. You know, I'm glad that you brought this up, John. I'm glad that we talked about this today, you know, with college football on the horizon. But it, it was a very interesting story. And A.J. Hinch talking about what well, we weren't going to talk about until Robbie said something. And now that, you know, well, now we got to get the right pieces, uh, you know, inside the club, downstairs and upstairs. And you said something early on that I kind of want to just hammer home for the audience is that what bothered me about that is, you know, you could have came out and said, I missed it. They picked up on something that we didn't, and that, that, that uh, as the manager of this club, that's, that falls on me. And I, can, and I think that we can handle that as sports fans because I think that whenever you accept responsibility for something, we'll give you the pass because we acknowledge that you acknowledge that something's wrong. But when you pass it off as like, oh, well, we you know, got to get the right people in the right places and the right systems and blah, 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 and it's like, don't look at me. Look at everything else around us. We don't have a GM. That, that deflection, I think, hurts AJ Hinch. I I could not agree more. I'll I'll use my newspaper analogy here. If an error makes it into the paper, in the job I'm in now, where I'm the managing editor, I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. If an error makes it into the paper, that's my fault. I, it means I missed it. So let's be clear about that. And the other point, though, is to your point, other people missed it as well. I have two proofreaders for every story, almost every story in our paper, certainly the big stories. We have three sets of eyes on it. We have the person who wrote it originally, which sometimes is me too. So, again, the responsibility is shared. But if you can't accept your role in it, and trust me, he has a role in it. It might have even been a small role. I'll grant him that. I disagree with that. It's up for the manager to get the staff to get it right. So if the staff didn't get it right, it's a reflection on the manager. The point of all this is he has to accept some responsibility. And from what you just read and said, I he's accepting a very small amount and deflecting it all over the place. And nobody thinks he's a hundred percent to blame on this. I at least I would hope not at least. But I hope also nobody thinks he's zero percent to blame and he's the best thing the Tigers have going right now. I ain't seen it. He is John Wagner. Find him on Twitter, John Wagner Sport. Johan, my friend, as always, partner. Thank you so much for the time. We greatly appreciate you. Yeah, no worries, Anthony. I hope you and your listeners have a great week. And in- 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 